Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. Boys are back, Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception Reception the show. Uh, a secondary player that we thought would help an offense was Allen Robinson. And it was a disastrous, oh. disastrous, oh disastrous, disastrous start. <laughs> For Allen Robinson. We, we know that the Bills defense great and all those things, but I kind of wanted to kind of steer people towards the website because, man, you wrote a great piece and we're going to see more of this this season. This is new to Reception Perception, yeah. the website, man. Like you're going to be doing in-season charting, breaking it all down. Tell me what you found on Allen Robinson. You know, Robinson, look, it. I talked about you couldn't have a more troubling start uh, for the, for the Dallas Cowboys. You couldn't script a more troubling start. You couldn't script a more troubling start if you're an Allen Robinson believer, you know, than, <laughs> than what happened in week one. I mean, I, I'm going to keep saying he had one target in that game because I, re, I refuse to acknowledge that that petty uh, end zone heave that Matthew Stafford had. Um, but look, for one, this is – for the entire Rams offense, it was a really – you know, it was a pretty troubling start overall. Um, but we do have to remember this is the best defense in the NFL, uh, the Buffalo Bills. Um, I, they were tops by DVOA last year. They had a good pass rush last year, and then they added Von Miller. Ever heard of him? Um, the Rams offensive line got destroyed in this game. So Stafford really didn't have much time to throw. And, you know, he said after the game that uh, he, he didn't get to, you know, Allen Robinson a lot in the plays because the Bills were running a lot of zone coverage. And, I put stock in that for a couple of different reasons. Um, one, because Cooper Cup, we know this based on his reception perception, is the best zone-beating receiver in the entire NFL. He posted a 91.7% success rate versus zone coverage in 2021. That's the highest in RP uh, since 2014. And uh, you know, it's the it's the second highest in, in season in series history. The highest was recorded in 2014 and he's running against zone coverage on 73% of his routes. He's the best zone beater in the NFL. And Robinson, meanwhile, has always been an elite man coverage, press coverage beater, but he's always been about like average and sometimes below average, like last year in Chicago against zone coverage. So I think that makes sense. Um, you also saw that some of the routes that Robinson was running. I mean, one thing that was a little discouraging I was hoping, you know, that some of the Bears playbook was going to be thrown in the trash, but geez, they had Robinson running like slants and curls in that game, man, at 22.7% slant routes, 27.3% curl routes. That's not really what you, you wanted to see. I know that the Rams obviously were in trouble, 
you know, from a pass rush perspective, but right. you also saw some of his most successful routes, like the comeback, the out route, uh, the flat route, those outbreak routes. Like, hey, if you're Matt Stafford and you're getting pressured right away, he saw, by the way, PFF noted that he saw more pressure in that game, did Matthew Stafford, than any other game he's played with the LA Rams. So it was just wow. a nightmare in that perspective. Like, you're not getting to your your second read. And yeah, Cooper Cup's going to be the first read. Allen Robinson's going to be the second read. Like, you don't have time to get to the guy on the out route. You don't have time to, to get over there to that side, especially because Robinson <clears throat> lined up on the left side of the field in this game on, I think it was 66% of his snaps. That's Matthew Stafford's backside. Like that, that whole point of adding Stafford or adding Robinson in that role is that so that he could run those backside dig routes, buddy, yep. you ain't getting to the backside when you're about to be put <laughs> on your back, you know? So right. that was a problem there. Um, last point I'll make uh, on this, you know, I, I think when you just look at the guys that, you know, that this is the big panic, right? That all these other guys are drawing targets and Robinson was not. Stafford threw 31 passes to Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, and Daryl Henderson. Those three averaged a measly 2.8 average depth of target. Again, that is 76% Jeez. of Stafford's passes. Like, I think this is just an, was an all-out disaster situation. I think Robinson still, you know, got decent separation on some of these routes, especially against press coverage. He still had an 81.8% success rate. Um, so that was good to see. I think he could still get off the line of scrimmage, still run routes well. Um, but yeah, this was a pretty troubling start. And I, I think it's more just like all things that could go bad did go bad in this one. The connection between you and your therapist matters. That's why Alma focuses on helping you find the right someone to talk to, not just anyone. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search by what you want to focus on, like anxiety, relationships, or big life transitions. You can also specify preferences around gender, race, faith, and more to help you find someone who's more likely to understand where you're coming from. Alma also makes it easy for therapists to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of providers in their directory accept insurance for sessions, so you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash not just anyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash not just anyone. Um, and I'll say this. You talk about that pressure. Um, I looked this up here. It was the Buffalo Bills just getting after it uh, on the defensive side of the ball and especially up front. Buffalo was able to apply a 33.3% pressure rate. That would have been good for second best in the NFL last year, just to kind of give you an idea of how much pressure Matt Stafford was seeing. Seven total sacks, as we know. But here's the deal, Matt. They only sent four or fewer pass rushers every single down. They yeah. did not blitz on a single play. Nothing extra. Nothing extra. Four or fewer rushers every single time, still applying a 33.3% pressure rate, which again would have been good for second in the NFL last year. That is insane. So just think about the coverage that's out there now. So not only is he under pressure on a third of his throws, bro, he's also looking at an extra defender in coverage. You're like, golly, yeah. what the hell, man? Like, how are... Like, not only am I under pressure, there's nobody freaking open because there's an extra defender out there, too, in coverage. Like, that's how good this Buffalo defense is, and yeah. that's how damaged and fragile this Rams offensive line is. 
Without Andrew yeah. Whitworth there anchoring that left side, man, this offensive line just does not look the same. Then, of course, they suffered an injury mid-game as well. To so an already couple, thin couple, line, couple yeah, of a couple of them, a couple of injuries, yeah. So an already thin line gets gets thinned out even more, man. So no, it was an abject disaster. Um, I don't, to be honest with you, the reason I'm a little bit worried about Allen Robinson, of course, the matchups are going to get better, but how does the offensive line get better, Matt? I don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote in in the article that um, my biggest worry coming out of week one is the fragility and potential decline of the ecosystem in Los Angeles, Um, you know, primarily because of the offensive line, which that was, that was definitely easy to see coming. You know, we knew that that was going to be a problem. Uh, yeah. with, with Andrew Whitworth retiring and, you know, Joe Noteboom, they were excited about. Um, but again, that, this is a pretty rough debut to have to go against Von Miller in your first start, like all that type of stuff. <laughs> this, is pretty, this is pretty rough. And I, I love that you made the extra, right. the point about the extra defender in coverage. Like, dude, I want to shout out uh, Danville, Virginia's finest Tremaine Edmonds, their linebacker there in Buffalo. Oh, God, had he an was a awesome- monster. He was just like, especially some of those crossing routes with Allen Robinson was just perfect coverage depth, perfect drop timing. Like it was a really impressive game overall for Buffalo's defense. And, you know, the the Rams play the Falcons this week. Like if they go out and have a good game against the Falcons, nobody will be surprised, especially with 10 days of prep. But um, it sounded like, you know, coming out of the game, Sean McVay said, I want to get Allen Robinson more involved. You know, Stafford's that I can get the ball better to him in certain situations. So I think it's just like they're integrating a new receiver. It could take some time. And um, <sighs> yeah, we'll, we'll see, man. Uh, but it's it was definitely no, – it, could, it couldn't have gotten worse in terms of a start. All right. Well, hey, listen, I want everyone to kind of go check out that profile. Again, more in-season charting. You guys haven't seen that before. You might be a big fan of Matt and you know, you know all about his work, but you know, we don't see a lot of in-season stuff. We're going to get a lot more of that uh, this season. And I do want people to go check it out. Receptionperception.com. By the way, if you're still with us, man, we appreciate you. Can you like, and subscribe to the podcast, please do us a big favor, like, and subscribe. All right. So there you go. Our time is running short though. For Matt Harmon, I am James Coe. We'll see you on Thursday. Everyone have a great rest of your week. See ya.